Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 A Pale Podcast. We're joined with two great guests this evening. You know what I mean? We got brother Jeff over here. How you doing, Jeff? Yep. And we got brother Billy with us this morning. What up? Celebrating a birthday, the biggest conspiracy of all. Bill turns 40 years old today. Yes, I did. The biggest man-child in the world. Some people think he turned 400. He's a vampire. He's a vampire! He's a vampire! Yeah. So today we're going to fun one. We're going to pop into a, you know, a theory uh, that's been floating around. Um, you know, it's been around a lot longer than it's been kind of popping in society. You know what I mean? As we'll kind of get into a little bit. But um, it's definitely one of them things. Uh, Flat Earth, for anybody out there that didn't check out the headline of the episode. But uh, Flat Earth is our deal, you know. Um, you know, and the whole thing with Flat Earth, if you don't know, you know, I think it's a uh, Everybody, you're, you're, you're raised to believe that the earth is round. It's a globe. Um, and, you know, th- there's theories that it's more of like a plate type shape where it's like flat, but kind of lips up on the sides to kind of keep everything within. Now, I have a quick question for all y'all before we really dive in. Why, why do you think why do you think it matters? What you know what I mean? Like, why is there an argument? What do you guys think? Why do you think that hmm. you know what I mean? Hmm. Is it a power thing, or is it like a knowledge? Knowledge is power type thing, or is there like an actual reason why they don't want people to know that it's flat? Um. Well, I'm thinking because there's there's more land than war that we're told, and the reason why you can't go in, go to Antarctica because there's more land. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's, you know, 
one of the things that what I was my research, one of the things that I kind of kept going back to in my mind is like the basketball thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you put water in the basketball and you spin it, and where's the water go? It goes off. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And water can't, water can't go and stay on a spinning ball. Yeah, that's truth. You know what I mean? It's um, and you know you can take a ball if you if you had like a very 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 small organism on a basketball. I mean, it would have that vibe like an Earth. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, that's realistically what we're talking about. You know. Um, but you know the idea the idea of a spherical Earth appeared in ancient Greek philosophy with the uh, Pythagoras, the sixth century BC. However, most pre-Socrates uh, retained the flat Earth model. Finally, in the early fourth century BC, Plato uh, wrote about the spherical Earth by uh, by about three hundred BC. His former student. Uh, Aristotle had provided strong empirical evidence for the spherical earth. Knowledge of the earth's global shape gradually began to spread beyond the Hellenocentric world. Now, despite scientific fact and obvious effects of earth's uh, sphericity, um, pseudo scientific flat earth conspiracy theories are exposed uh, by modern flat earth societies and increasingly by unaffiliated individuals using the social media Facebook console. So, yeah, like, to go back to the thing before, like, it's very interesting of why something like this would be hidden. Um, I think it all goes back to, I think it's a power deal. Um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, there was a, when, in my research, I was watching, there was a dude, I forget his name, but he's kind of like the face of the movement. And he has like this model that he kind of carries around with them and all the people that, you know, they like flock over it. And what it is, it's, it's a little flat earth, like what he thinks it is. And it's just, it's flat with a little dome. So like what they think it is, is pretty much take a dinner plate, you know what I mean? And yep. then around the 360 of it, around the, the outer, uh, it's all frozen, it's ice. So yep. it kind of keeps everything within. But, yep. then, but then there's also like a, like a small... You know, I, I don't, yeah, like a dome. It's not like a big full dome. You know what I mean? Like you'd see in the movies, but it's like, uh, you know, it, it it's one of those deals. Because if you if you say that the flat if there, if it was domed, you would almost have to argue when anything goes to space. Like, what is that? You they they, I mean? they take the moon landing, dude. The fucking they did a Hollywood basement. Yeah. Red Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers even said said so. Like. The, um, Hollywood, Hollywood eh. Space is the final frontier It was filmed in a Hollywood basement Stanley Kubrick shot it Yes 2001 Space Odyssey I get all my info from Kubrick Not the Red Hot Chili Peppers You know what I mean Yeah, but, yeah, I, but, yeah. I leave them under the bridge If you catch my reference You know what I mean Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, Yeah it's very interesting stuff You know what I mean And, and to go into the whole the faking, you would almost have to. If, if the flat earth was the, was the deal, um, you would have to fake all these other things. You know, with the fate, with the moon landing, you know, they say that that was faked because they just wanted to kind of get there first. Ego, ego and pride type thing, you know what I mean? They, they wanted the first person to put their flag in the moon. Um, yep. So that's kind of why they faked it. Um, there's a lot of really cool pictures that I always appreciated of like, 
them faking it. Like it's the like the fame. It's like a shot of like the set of the moon yep. landing, and then like they pull back almost, and it's like a wide shot, and you see yep. actually like a film film set. Um, you know, and to go with Kubrick, you know, I Kubrick himself. Huh? I've seen that picture before. Kubrick is. He's so he's such a master and so great that they tie so many conspiracies to him. You know what I mean? They had supposedly like he the story that I remember was but he went when he made Doctor Strange Love. Supposedly he got in with all these these higher up government people, yep. and they supposedly told him the deal of what the reality was, and they wanted him to shoot uh, like use a two thousand one set to to do this catch all this footage now he's got that you know the shining has conspiracies to it you know even eyes wide shut which is a conspiracy movie which he died you know kubrick died before eyes wide shut ever came to theaters i think he died six days after he turned it into the studio which is kind of fucking yeah his death was actually pretty short after Six was days. It, was, I remember was it the principal photography or was the release of the film? It was, from what I hear, I think he turned the film into Warner Brothers and six days later he was dead. Okay. Have a heart attack. Now, the thing with the heart attack is, you know, they, they people will speculate that they can get, and I believe this, where they could give you something, they could give you some pill or some chemical. That would throw off your body and kill you. I definitely believe all, that. All, all you need yeah. really is 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 a, a syringe with air in it and just put right. in the right vein. That's an easy way to do a heart attack. Yeah, but I think even this. I think the pill. I think that the. I think that he was almost given something where it just it, it speeds up your heart. Almost, you know, it's like a lethal dose of whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let me da- we'll dive a little bit more into this yeah, real quickly. Now, the belief in flat Earth. We get into some of the history of the belief in flat Earth. Now, West Asia, in early Egyptian and uh, Mesopotamian thought, the world was portrayed as a disc floating in the ocean. So, like, it's funny that the further you go back, <clears throat> it's almost like it's flat, like it was a flat Earth type vibe, but. See, with gravity and all that and, and all the weirdness of, like, the science of the world and stuff, it's like you're so small and it, it seems – everything seems flat because no matter what you're doing, really, you know, you're, you're kind of staying in a – you never feel the dip, you know what I mean? It's always straight no matter where you are, you know what I mean, which is very interesting. Now um, – BC, not to be confused with Billy Coyne, but a similar <laughs> model is found in the, the, the Homeric account of the 18th century BC, in which Okanos, the personified body of water surrounding the circular surface of Earth, uh, is the begetter of all life and possibly of all gods. I think that kind of goes into the whole deal of like um, how just water is so important that they put it in there because, you know, you go back to some of those ancient tribes and like they did, they consider this sun God because he would, you know, he would shine and he would let their harvest grow and <laughs> it would give them warmth and light during the day to do their work. So I think it kind of takes on a godly deal. Um, now you got your, 
the pyramid text. You guys familiar with the pyramid text? No, I don't know that one. No, the, the pyramid text are the oldest ancient Egyptian uh, text dating the late old kingdom. They are the earliest, earliest known corpus of ancient Egyptian religious texts. Now, I'd love to read some really old school text, you know what I mean? Because I feel like, poof, there's some heaviness in there, you know? I feel like, when it comes to, like, religion, I feel like uh, it's just been evolved. It's evolved, you know, and unfortunately, man, uh, man he evolves, and he's the editor, so he kind of makes it in his own image in a way. Um, but these pyramid texts and the coffin texts, now, the coffin texts are a collection of ancient Egyptian funerary spells written on the coffins beginning in the first immediate period. So even back then, they were putting stuff, when you died, they were putting stuff on your coffin to, can, to make sure you went to a holy place. <laughs> um, real quickly, um, I know we brought up that question in the beginning of why would they want to lie about something like this and what is the actual big deal of it? I mean, I think it, it, could, it, it, it could flip religion on its head a little bit, maybe flip science on its head, all things. Yeah. People don't like flipped, you know what I mean? Um, but the Israeli has also imagined the earth to be a disc floating on water with uh, an arched firmament above above it and separated by uh, the earth from the heavens. The sky was a solid dome and the sun, moon, planets, and stars are embedded in it. So... Yeah, I mean, it goes to the, it's, it's one of those things. I remember in the research I was watching, I did a boat trick to kind of justify it a little bit where they, they had like a, um, it was like a, I think it was a, it was like a sail and it had stripes on it. It was like red, black, red, and it, it sailed out into the ocean and the further it out it got you would see it, the water rise up on the different lines. So, like, after a certain amount, you weren't seeing that first red line anymore, which makes you believe of the dip, you know what I mean? Yep. Which, watching it, I go, you know, you'd think that they would have to go, it, it, it wouldn't be some, you know, four-hour experiment or whatever. You'd think that if you were going to go to see a dip, you'd have to try. They were in, like, a little buoy, which was kind of a joke. I don't know what the fucking deal was with that. But you assume that it would be a lot further out. Um, you know, the world's a crazy place. Like, when you really break <laughs> it down, you know what I mean? And the things that happen, uh, like gravity and stuff like that. And, you know, if we ever had an issue where gravity kind of disappeared for a few moments, you know, maybe like from some weird blockage of something. Everything would crumble. It'd be over, dude. We'd all fly up into the sky. <laughs> it's kind of a scary deal. I almost feel like when they, when people talk about, I was thinking about this earlier. You know, people talk about the rapture in religious circles, yep. and it's almost like I wonder if you know they say all these people went into the sky. It's almost like maybe there was a flash or a recent. You know, I kind of believe that everything's in cycles, and that. Maybe there is, maybe at the end of each cycle, maybe there is some type of eclipse or some weird thing that really fucks up shit, like gravity disappears. And if it does, that could almost make sense with people going into the sky because people would be, they'd be falling into the sky the same way they would if they felt jumped off of a building with gravity. And just whoop. So it's yeah. kind of like almost 
has a rapture like vibe to it where something could almost be said for these places around I didn't want to say the globe or flat earth where there are these like electromagnetic fields that just you know are out of nowhere whether if it's the Bermuda Triangle or in our state you know Bridgewater but you know there it seems like there are Bridgewater Triangle I heard about that oh yeah but it just seems like there are places, you know, where electromagnetic disturbances, and it's just interesting because you're right, Maddie, about the science behind it, because there are many things that it feels like it is explained, but yet there are um, these areas that almost fall into a gray area because it can't be explained or it has to be explored more in further detail, you know, and that's where we have people like, parapsychologists, you know, and, you know, to kind of figure out whether if it's somehow they can debunk it or if it's actually authentic. And I think that's, you know, kind of interesting about the spectrum of science itself. Yeah, I'm with that. Now, in Greece, some poets were getting down with it, too, where we have both both Homer, which we, of course, know Homer from the Odyssey and such, um, and Hezod. They described uh, disc cosmography on the shield of Achilles, which the shield of Achilles, of course, is the shield that Achilles uses in his fight with Hector, famously described in the passage in the book 18, uh, lines 478 through 608 of Homer's Iliad. Uh, Yeah, so like a lot of stuff's kind of taken from those Greek gods and stuff like that. But then again, it's like, since the beginning of time, there's always been beef over religion. You know what I mean? It's yep. always been, I believe this, you believe that. And so many wars and stuff are fought out. And it's like, you know, like, like if I, if I, if I was one thing and Alex was another thing and he, you know, he believed this wholeheartedly. He even had some, he even had some supportive worshipers that believed it with him. You know what I mean? Now, if I went into the house of Alex Hawk and killed Hawk, I killed all his worshippers. Whether he was right or not, that religion isn't religion anymore. I just well, broke it apart. Well, the yeah. thing is, you have to understand, history is written by the winners. Exactly. And and the fact is, history is... is, is uh, <laughs> it's funny because people always say, you know, um, you know, either, you know, history is all truth, history is all lies. But the truth is, it's a combination of both. I mean... If you sit down and look at it, it's always from the perspective of whoever wins. And, of course, they're going to always favor it to make them look like the best uh, possible version, even if they're massacring women and children. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's that's how it is. And religion is the uh, biggest uh, measuring stick that uh, people use to try to control and to... uh, Manipulate uh, the masses. Yep. So. You know, it's it's quite a thing. You know, um, we have some philosophers too that got into it. You know, pre-Socrates uh, philosophers believe that the world was flat. You know, I really want to know. You know, but going back into this time, you know, they don't have, they don't have telescopes. Actually, didn't Socrates invent the telescope, or am I being no, uh, I I don't remember. I think Socrates might have. 
I, 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 yeah. But like when you're just when you're just kind of when you're just alive walking the earth and you can't really go too deep into the sky to get a good opinion of what the earth looks like. Um, yeah, well, I mean I mean when you you talk about the people of that time, yeah. okay? I mean, of course they're going to be stunted by they don't have the same technology that we have now. But I mean it's I mean you go back you look at 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 the Greeks with the Greek gods. I mean, why did they have so many Greek gods? Because it was easier to explain that the typhoon that wiped out an entire village was because Poseidon was, you know, Kicked in the balls by by you know Zeus on on a bad day and decided to take it out on some hap- helpless uh, mortals. Mm. I mean, the thing is that we as a species need to have we either need something to blame or we need something to explain why something happens. I we mean, always will and we always have. I mean, the yeah. fact is that the world is chaos, okay? Right. Things happen with no rhyme or reason. There's no plan, there's no fate, that's bullshit. Everything happens on the flip of a coin. The only god that we have is chance and luck. And that's it. I'm a firm believer in that, my friend. Yep. Firm believer. Yeah, and the thing is, people are trying to use... So if they flip a coin and they can say, oh, it's going to be heads and the lens on heads, they're like, well, that means that I'm right, that my God's right, because, hey, I flipped the coin, it landed on heads. I thought it was going to be heads, but the fact is, it's 50-50. So, I mean, the fact that you called it right doesn't mean that you're right, it just means that, for once, it locks on your side. And that's what you call almost the definition of the law. Yeah. It either works for you or it works against you. Yeah. Oh, oh, you take it and use it to manipulate this situation. It's a big thing. We've got Thales here. Thales, of, of course, was a Greek mathematician and astronomer, uh, pre-Socrates, a philosopher. Now, he thought that the Earth floated in water like a log. Um, it has been argued, however, that Thales actually believed in a round Earth. Uh, Anaximander, 550 B.C., believed that the Earth was a short cylinder with a flat, circular top that remained stable because it was in the same distance from all things. You know, you'll hear, you have the globe, um, you have flat, but they also do talk about, like, a pear-shaped Earth, too. You yeah, yeah, I kind of I've seen that. Yeah, which kind of makes sense a little bit, too. You know, it's kind of like a... It's weird, I think... But it's like the way that we just roll in our galaxy, you know, the, the, we're always rolling like that. I think that's why the same way if you were to take a thing of Play-Doh and just roll it in your hands, it would eventually turn into a ball. I think it kind of almost has that type of vibe. Yep. But it's, uh, you know, it's definitely some crazy stuff. Now, the Earth being a short cylinder with a flat circular top, um, that remains stable, stable because it was the same distance of, from all things. Now, Anaximenes, these people have some serious hardcore names, dude, of Miletus. Miletus sounds like a disease you'd die from. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, got my, I got Miletus. I got Miletus. I need some, I need some penicillin. Yeah, also sounds like an 80s rock. Some band. Socrates for that. <laughs> if I apply it, maybe it'll go away. 
Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like an ointment I need to rub on my balls. But the man from Miletus <laughs> believed that the earth Fuck you and your balls. Jesus Christ. Flat and rides on the air in the same way the sun and the moon and the other heavenly bodies do, which are all fiery ride the air because of their flatness. So what do you you know, what do you think is more believable? The fact that it, it the earth floats on water or uh, that it floats on air. That's kind of, huh. yeah. Yeah, uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't want to answer that or, or uh, speak of. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, the question is what's more believable? I mean, the fact is I mean, I'm not an astrophysicist, so I don't know all the scientific aspects of it. I mean, the fact is that you're going to go with floating, right? I I feel, but I don't, but like, I don't, I think floating is the wrong word to use because like floating just means it's there. Well, I I mean, the thing, the the thing is that it's in a circular rotation. That's why we gravity deficient. I'd say that. I think that it's, it's spinning so much that it just. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, the thing, I think the whole idea is. It's supposedly spinning so much that, and we're so small in comparison to the actual planet itself that even though it's spinning, we don't feel the spinning because, I mean, if you go and take an atom and if the atom was sentient and you place it on top of a basketball and you spin it, it probably wouldn't feel the spinning because it's so small in relationship. So it just feels like a normal, you know, speed. Right. And of course, we're all, as species, we're growing on this planet, so we're used to the spinning rotation of this, so we feel it's normal. But if you take us, and let's say, for example, put us on Mars, and if Mars is spinning faster, we'd probably feel that more on Mars than on Earth. We'd age because, faster. Yeah, because yeah. we, I mean, it's like the old thing of like the old factory senses that, you know, I can, you know, live in my room and not smell anything, and someone comes in and says, dude, man, yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I mean, the fact is that it, it's, it reeks when I'm in it, but I don't smell it because the fact is I'm used to it. So that's the yeah. idea of the world spinning around. So I'm used to the gravitational pull and all of that. So I don't feel it spinning, even though, you know, it is. I mean, that's. I mean, that's how it is. I think. Yeah. Much. I mean, realistically, think of the motion sickness. If we knew what was the motion sickness, if we knew what was going down. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if we couldn't, like, uh, if our bodies couldn't stand the rotation of the Earth the way it is, then you know, no one would be able to function, and we as a species wouldn't have been able to, you know, evolve and 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 all that. So the fact is that a lot of this, uh, I mean, because we don't physically feel the Earth spinning doesn't mean the Earth isn't spinning. It just means that we as a species are accustomed to how the Earth is moving that we don't seem to uh, notice it. It's like maybe with my stinky uh, room. If you actually go outside and look up and just stand still, you see clouds moving. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there are little things like that, that whatever they are trying to, I mean, I don't fucking know. But I mean, 
Well, like to, to go into that whole, you not know what, knowing what's going on type deal. That's why it's easy to happen. You know, we've talked on the show before about frequencies, like how I have like a little theory that like, you know, how we, how it's proven that human people don't use the full percentage of their brain. I'm sure you've heard that. I've heard that. I'm sure you've heard that. I happen to think, and this is very conspiracy. I happen to think that there is a, there's a, a very, like a low vibration, a low hum that is on that you get used to as a kid. So you don't think about it, but that, that hum, that sound is in your head. And I think it stifles your brain power. Cause I think if people could use their full brain, we might be dealing with something like some superhero shit, you know, they wouldn't I mean? even be human. There would be a massive energy. That's the deal. You know, then you kind of bring in the whole thing of like, you know, a lot of people will make a theory that like the Anunnaki type deal where like, Oh, I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Like humans are just kind of uh, like a weird alien human mix type deal. You know what I mean? And if, that's not that crazy too when you think about it, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe we've, you know, that brings in the question, the whole deal of like, if that was true, like then that, that frequency would definitely, cause we got to uh, probably all agree that like, if there is an alien life form out there, like it would, it, that visits us, it would be probably smarter than we are to a degree. You know what I mean? It's pretty, yeah, like, yeah, like. And if it was going to have some sort of a spawn in the fact that it is of a bipedal nature that we have a tendency to see in the accounts. I mean, I've heard the story and the myth of um, ancient alien with the primates. Yeah, yeah. You know, causing some sort of a species that, you know, some people believe or want to believe that actually became man. Um, you know, there are different means and methods and, uh, you know, or origin stories um, from all over the world. Well, I'm kind of surprised. We, I mean, you know, I think when you look at like flat earth, you know, getting back to that real quick, I think if you were to look at the Buddhist, um, representation it's really interesting how there's like the elephant with the uh turtle uh standing on the back and it's like a flat earth on top and they almost basically say that whenever volcanoes were erupting was when like the legs of the um turtle i mean sorry the legs of the uh elephant were in flux so the whole perception i mean and, and this goes way back so i mean it has been around but it's all about perception that we're talking about how are we led to believe and if we like oh now we have this other thought process of here's the flat earth where some people might be just brought up oh we're used to the globe we see the globe in school and it really just becomes the actual perception of how we're seeing things doesn't mean that's how it's explained to us, you know, in the long run. Yeah. We've had, you know, lies basically used against us that we've found out, you know, through the government, but um, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I think flat earth is definitely an interesting concept because there are many people that believe in this and there are some people that just 
don't get it. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong. They just aren't willing to take or learn something new where something has already been ingrained in you. It's like if something's ingrained in you, it's like, why do I need to learn this again? It's like I already knew this growing up. But it's the willingness to learn as we get older to be like, hey, let's see what these person's perception is on something. Mm. I grew up Roman Catholic, but I went to a few Scientology. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're good people, lovely people. And, um, but it doesn't make them right or wrong. We're just different at the end of the day. We have the different, what's ingrained in us, you know, from when we're young, whether if it's religion or if it's from our parents. You know, the one thing that everybody agrees with is the rotation, you know, whether it's a flat earth or globe, they all believe that it's continuously going, you know what I mean? Whether you're looking down on it spinning or whether it's the globe spinning, or there's even the argument that the flat, like flat, it's that earth's flat, but the way that it spins, it looks like a globe because it spins so fast, which, which I got spin on the flat. I don't think it'll spin on the flat. You don't think it'll spin? No. I mean, it might not. It might not. It's a weird deal because, like, uh, it's... It's flat. You can almost say it's like its own parallel dimension. Well, that brings in the whole deal, too, where, like, I think if we're talking... If we're going with flat Earth, I think that you would definitely have to say that there's really no out of space. It's more of a dimensional thing where once you... Especially with this this dome-type thing, which a lot of the flat Earth has is a dome, so it's, like... It's kind of closed, which kind of takes everything out of the equation as far as going into space or, you know, even, even like, Ooh. I don't know. It's like when rockets go up there, it's kind of a weird deal. You know, you take like that dome, you got like, um, what do they call that? Uh, huh? The ferment? That, but there's, um, the ozone layer type deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost got that vibe to it, too, where it's like, you know, we've been killing, we've been pu- pumping up so many chemicals into the air that it's like eating away at the ozone layer, which could be an issue because if we, you know, it's that, that, that saves us from certain things. And I really, the more, the older I get, the more I think that, like, there is like, a, we're on like a cycle, you know what I mean? And like every, you know, hundred thousand years or whatever we have to deal with like some weird black hole that comes by and just you know what i mean it's like a resetting you know what i mean or even like uh you know certain catastrophe like um you know like the dinosaurs how they dealt with you know like a meteor coming to earth dinosaurs never existed they never existed i think dinosaurs are demons the um Dinosaurs, they say, are really just uh, like birds, like bigger birds. They say that like uh, they they really had feathers on them, you know. Yeah, dr- I've, heard, I've, heard, I've heard that. When you watch like Jurassic Park and shit like that, and you go, oh, they're, 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 rep- they're reptilian. They, they they look reptilian. They say that that's not actually what they look like. Supposedly, they had feathers like birds back in the day. Yeah. Well, there's proof of that, but keep in mind. Michael Crichton was writing that. He was also incorporating science fiction. It wasn't just straight, you know, dinosaurs coming back to life. I mean, you know, something like that you would have to use, you know. um, What the hell did I watch? Just talked about it, the same thing. 
that first Amazing Spider-Man, basically yeah. taking uh, different animal species and there are chromosomes, and that's how you would actually make a fucking dinosaur. Did you but guys ever? See, did you ever? Any of you guys ever seen a movie called A Sound of Thunder from like the no. early two thousands? I've heard of it. It's actually the story. The movie's no good, <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> the plot behind it is actually pretty cool. It's like the butterfly effect type deal. Oh, I've seen that. It's based on, well, The Sound of Thunder is based off of an old science fiction book. And it's really cool when you think about it, because what it is, is it's like in the future, you know, if you, if you have, if you're rich and you have the money, you can go back in time and hunt dinosaurs, which like, if you had money, why wouldn't you want to go back in time and hunt dinosaurs? Now, the tricky part is this, somebody goes back in time and they get scared. They leave the track that they're, they're supposed to stay on a track and not leave. And you hunt from this track. And um, somebody gets scared because a dinosaur gets close and it jumps off the track. And what happens is he steps on a butterfly or some type of insect. Yeah. Maybe I'm saying butterfly because of the butterfly effect, but he steps on an insect. And when they go back into the future, the world starts to change because that one insect that got killed changed everything because that insect would have eaten or killed or whatever, you know what I mean? So like, because it was no longer there to play its part, the whole world changes and now you have like this weird species of like, I think there are like water and land animals mixed or something like that. Creatures that are, they were dinosaur like something you don't want in your backyard. You know what I mean? And it would, it would just kill people. I always thought that was such a great fucking plot. And like, when you really think of it, like that's true science fiction right there, you know. What yeah, I mean? and that's that, a story that has amazing potential. You you it's catch insane. vibes with it, and that's playing God stuff. Like, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get into a place where you can go back in time, and I don't think we should be. I don't think you should be going back in time. Realistically, you know, some people will say that time's kind of linear, where it's all everything's happening at once. You know, you can get into that kind of theory too, which is kind of weird. Um. But it's very interesting, you know what I mean? Well, what do you think of, um, I don't want to deviate too much, but what do you think of time travel? I think they've had time travel. You ever, would, you ever hear of um, Dumb's deep underground, deep underground military bases? No. So they have underground military bases all throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. And they got so much shit, like 200 years pat, like of technology. Than we have up here. They have Meglev trains. They got reptilians. They got fucking a bunch of uh, supplies down there and shit for all for us to suffer when all the shit happens. Dude, it's ridiculous. They got cloning shit down there, dude. Well, got the, underground cities. Yeah. You know, those cities are for when it goes bad up here, probably. Yes. You know, to go into the movie deal um, a little bit, what was I going to say? Um, uh, oh, Stargate. Like yeah. the movie Stargate's based, that's supposedly a real deal. I know I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember hearing like a theory that the whole reason they, have why, Star- they actually have Stargates like in like different countries, like old Stargates. The Middle East, supposedly, yeah. why we wanted to go into the Middle East. Chile. The conspiracy was was because supposedly Saddam had found a Stargate and he had it. I wonder how they work. That's my question. Like they're like in the, they're in the stand. And like, I wonder how they work. Like, I don't, like, I don't, I know it's like a portal. It's kind of like a portal. Yes. I mean, if you were to be, get spirit, even in the paranormal world, there's dimensions and portals. So I think it, see the whole thing is, I think that the paranormal world is very real 
And they, they try to hide the fact and make it look like mumbo jumbo. Yeah. yeah, I'm a skeptic. I, I want to see a ghost. I'm skeptic on that. I want to see a ghost. I want yeah. to see. I think if you want to see it, it doesn't show it to you, to you. You have to kind of be just randomly bump into it. I think that's kind of how it goes. But yeah. the, star, the Stargates are weird, like you were saying, with time travel. Because it's like, that's what that is. It's pretty much like... You, they fire that thing up and you step into it and it's like a portal that brings you somewhere else. I'd be afraid, dude. Is it a portal that would actually travel through time or is it a portal that goes from point A to point B? Like, say, if it's like another... I think it's like point A to point B. It is yeah. a point A to point B, but I don't, I don't want to be in the, the, the A.5. I don't want to get lost up in that A.5, you know what I mean? I hey, want... hey, 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 dude, you got to be careful because, I mean, your head might be going to point uh, B and your ass going to point C. I mean... Always, that's always, when you have that little gray alien standing off to the side doing his best Judd Crandall. You don't want to go down that route. Exactly. That route leads to next off. Hey. When I think of when I think of a Stargate, I, my my nightmare that I always think of is like walking through it, and then the next place you are is like five hundred feet under the ocean. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. where you happen to come out, and you're like, "Well, this ain't gonna work for me." You know what I mean? Dead, you're, dead. you're dead before you even know it. You know what I mean? Like, boof. Or oh, like some, oh, 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 you end up on like the, the, the uh, surface of the sun. You know, it's kind of like. I'd rather that, dude. I would rather that's quick as, that's quick as quick, dude. Imagine, imagine stepping through a Stargate and now all of a sudden you're, you're in the water. But. You see things floating around in that water you don't want to fuck with. You know what I mean? Like you see like gigantic, like fucking weird creatures, like Cthulhu type shit. My big, I I hate the water. I hate open water like that and what's in it. Because we really don't know. When you really think about it and it's proven, we don't know what's really in the ocean. We can only go so deep. And realistically, I got to take the go into the dinosaur thing. I feel, you know, if any, if, if we got dinosaurs or like what, what's in the very bottom of the ocean is, is that's probably the closest thing to dinosaurs you're going to get because you got to assume that if a comet did come and that's what killed the dinosaurs, that there were certain ones that lived in the ocean and they would be able to swim deeper to stay away from the heat from the comet and all the everything going on. And if they were, you know, you know, like hard body enough to be able to, go down to the depths where everything else would freeze and die. If they were able to do that, that'd be the only chance of survival for them. You know, they did that Meg movie a couple yeah, of years and ago. we still have. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's weird creatures Meg down, started. way down below. There's like, what's weird creatures down there like that we don't know of? We probably don't want to know either. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I think Cthulhu, Godzilla, all types of fucking weird shit. Well, when I think well, of that now, I read something where apparently there's some people are saying, uh, Octopuses aren't even of this world. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't and, doubt it, Doogie. I, you and, know, and, and, and he and, and I read this article. I can't remember the name of it, but basically, it talks about certain funguses mm-hmm. and um, you know, mushrooms and even octopuses very well could have uh, extraterrestrial origins, considering where they landed and where they evolve from. And the fact that I think the octopus has two brains, three hearts, something like that. I mean, Alex got that too. <laughs> well, well, I got two brains and something else, if you know what I mean. Oh my. Well, when you think about it, to go with what Billy's saying, it's like, yeah, like 
the most different thing. If you want to consider it, dude, like not only does sea creatures look the most like alien life that we've ever seen, like realistically, it would that's where it could hide. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I mean, if you want to uh, go with the uh, whole idea of, of of the flat Earth, I mean, the fact is, I mean, it could simply just be a petri dish in the lab for some great big alien. I mean, you can you can also argue, depending on how long these alien species have lasted, that the dinosaurs were the first experiment. They finished them with the second one, and they're going to see how long. Uh, we last before we kill each other off. Yeah, I don't think, like, when people see a UFO or a crash UFO, I don't think it's UFOs drinking and driving, you know what I mean? I think that... No, they're coming back to to uh, pick up samples, you know, harness some thoughts from us and, uh, you know, get back to the mothership to say, hey, uh, everyone's regular. Diane Ladd said a quote. Hello, hello. Was with the not nah, with the alien. He had like, alien technology. Hitler. I remember that. Yeah, and the in the uh, reptilians too. He had a Stargate. You know, is Hitler dead? Did he really kill himself off? What do you guys think? I well, don't know. one thing I wanted to say real quick. I don't think he killed himself off. With what Alex is saying, is uh, uh, a line in Carnosaur, which is actually an excellent book, and it's a Real good science fiction movie, even though Jurassic Park basically is the bigger one. Yeah. But Diane Ladd says, you know, God to her is an acronym. And I it really caught my head. It's generator of destruction. Mm. <clears throat> and she also says that the species that was here before us, dinosaurs or not, they were wiped out and were like ants that basically came in afterwards and just started to colonize all over the place. And yeah, we did, you know, whether if it was the ancient Greeks or the, you know, just going far back as people have been around. So it's just interesting. The different. Well, you got those Egyptians, you know, with the pyramids and stuff like that. And there's no way to, kind of explain how, you know, they made those pyramids and stuff like that. Well, they had, they had te- and technology. That's, the, that's one of the theories. Yeah, were you going to say something, Alex? Well, I was going to say that, I mean, if a lot of people like to point out saying that uh, with the uh, technology they had at the time that they couldn't have made the pyramids the way that they made them and, and all that. I mean, if you want to get technical, then you should say that the aliens also created the roads that the Romans used because, I mean, there's roads that the Romans have built all those years ago that they we still use today. The fact is that, I mean, the fact is that it's less about technology and it's more about what you're willing to do to get the job done. I mean, for example... You, uh, you've got people making roads now and they last, what, a few months? It's because yeah. they want to get paid to do it again. That's yeah, see, but, but the thing is that back at that time, that was the mentality. Plus also the fact, who was making the pyramids? Slaves. Yeah. The, the, those in charge don't give a fuck if 5,000 slaves died. And until, they did. <laughs> which they did, making the pyramids. And when you have people 
that you're forcing to do a job, they're going to find a way to do that job as perfectly as possible so they can live as long as they can. Because they know that if they don't do it the way that the Pharaoh wants, they're going to be entombed underneath that tomb. That's true. I mean, when, when I think of the pyramids, if it wasn't, if it wasn't like some higher power coming down and showing them how to do it, the only thing I could think of it is mud. I know it sounds crazy, but like if you were to take, if you were to kind of put together some mud concrete concoction and you were to build it up, and then once it was up, then mold it to a shape. Carve, yeah. carve out notches, mold it to a shape so it looks like blocks. I think that that might be a way of doing it. You know what I mean? Like, That's what I mean, the Aztecs did. Like architecture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the thing is that there's a lot of old civilizations that we look at what they've done and we're like, oh, my God, we, we couldn't do that. Now it's like no, we can't. It's just look, be- just look at the Tartarian empires. They had they had electricity back then, and like a bunch of shit beyond their time. So what do you think? You brought that up earlier too. What do you think? Where do you think electricity would come from? Like, would it be an alien thing? No. So you know who Nikola Tesla was, right? Yeah, yeah. So he 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 had like free energy. It's called as- atmospheric energy. He had, he wanted energy to like from energy from the ground the sky and just have free energy. Yeah. Wardenclyffe Tower, you heard of that? I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah. So he had that tower just have electricity, just have free energy just go everywhere. How do you think he makes, how do they make energy from nothing, though? That's the question. So he had, like, um, antennas, like, in the ground. And then he had a big, huge tower. It was, like, way up there and a big, huge metal ball. And I guess it was like atmospheric. I can't. Yeah, I can't say it. Atmospheric. You're an atomizer. You're pulling it from. You know. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I know what you're trying to say. It's called. I think it's called an atomizer. It's like a giant, like silver ball that basically gets pulls uh, the mag. It's all about magnetism too. Yeah, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It pulls energy. Know, like, uh, yes, it pulls energy. Yes, from the air. Exactly, yeah. So. Yeah. And that was Tesla, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nikola Tesla. He was beyond his beyond his time. Like, and then I mean, he when he died, kid. all his patents were all confiscated and hidden. They were stolen. Yeah. yeah. They killed him off. Hey. He no, he died. Of, he died of old age. Didn't he? If you call the 12-gauge shotgun old age. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I think – I don't think he died of – well, actually, no. He might have been old well, when he died. He died well, poor thing, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he died poor yeah. and all that. Hey, 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 Matt! I got, I got a question for you. Yeah. What do you call call a Tesla that's been stolen? What? An Edison. Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the th- fact is that I mean, people like to look at like the old um, uh, civilizations and all of that, and they're like, "Oh, they couldn't do that because they don't have the technology we have." But here's the fact, okay? Electricity's been in, in the world since, you know, the beginning of time. Okay, the only difference is they figured a way to do it that's different from ours. I mean, if I make a sandcastle with, you know, little uh, cones and all that, and someone else does it with hands, we're still making the sandcastle. The so only difference is we're, the only difference is we're do, doing it differently. 
Yeah. Okay. Now the only question is how they did that. I mean, there's wind power, there's water power, there's a lot, there's so many other ways. I mean, heck, they could have simply have figured out before Benjamin Franklin, you, when it's lightning outside, you put up a metal rod, you stick it where you need electricity, it gets hit, and then, you know, you got it. I mean, the fact is that it's anyone who's saying like, oh, they couldn't have it because they don't have the same technology we do, it's bullshit. No, the, the fact is that our technology has made us dumber for the yeah. simple fact that we think that our technology makes us either smarter or more able to do things mm -hmm. than what people have done in the past. And the fact yeah. is, those in the past are a lot smarter than us because they figured how to do it without shortcuts. Yeah. Well, don't forget the compass. Yeah. As yeah. as it is. Magnetism. Yes. Magnetic fields. Yeah. I mean, everything really, I feel personally, derives from magnetic electricity, whether if it's life forms, whether if it's even something to be considered a parallel dimension. You know, it's, it's, it's different levels of magnetism. It's, it's, could be different realities, the way things are going, but there's no, no doubt <laughs> with everything. Positive, negative, as ancient as those words are, it all goes back to magnetism. Yeah, really I mean, uh, I, yeah, I mean, and the that's the biggest conundrum. Where is that actually coming from? Well, magnetism I mean, the, at its core. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, some of us think. I think the uh, research correct with the globe constant. <laughs> The magnet, some people think, is at the core. And that's how we, when you use a compass, you're almost kind of like, I'm not sure how exactly how it works, but I mean, it's all magnetic energy. It will, you know, north, south, east, and west, as basic as that is. Now, a magnet's a stone, right? Does that have to be created, or can you just stumble into one in the dirt? Well, it's, uh, uh, well, some of this stuff also follows under, like, natural resources in our perception of, you know, what we think are natural resources. Yeah. Or um, coke, um, iron, um, you know, certain metals that can be used for generating stuff. I mean, I think the Industrial Revolution really just kind of was starting to play with uh, how we were building things. You know, putting certain things into things, and whether if it was telling us good stuff or whatever they, we want to believe. I met an actor maybe ten years ago in our community. First name David. Uh, <laughs> huh? What? What? Huh? Yes, go ahead. And uh, he he was a big science dude, and I remember he showed me this thing he was working on, and it was magnets, and it was how to make do electric. Um, like electricity for magnets and yep. what it was is it it was magnets so like it continued to circle yeah yeah spin like that because the magnets kept you know rotating and all the yep. spinning is what made the electricity yeah the energy. electromagnetic fields which, yeah. yeah now yeah. i don't know if you guys know about this but you know we locally have to go into like um a little bit um I feel like we were talking about this a little while ago in Brockton. As all, like, as a youth, all grown up from a kid up, I always heard stories of this dude from Brockton who created. He figured out a way to make um, engines run without gasoline, and yeah. 
he used water or something like that. Yeah. And then supposedly, like Ford or Chevy, some big big company came to him and wanted to buy it from him because they were just going to buy it and hide it so they so nobody would ever know about it. He, he ref- buy it so they can't patent it. He ref- well, that's what they were trying to do. He refused to sell it to him, and then he they he went dis- disappeared. He just disappeared, and that was a wrap for that dude. Wait, which is the guy with the, uh, the doom buggy? Was it that one? It could have been that dude. I remember. Uh, I yes. used to know a name and everything, but I like, they sucked they, it out of my so, head. So, like some guys, they went to like a, a restaurant, and they he went outside and he he said, "Oh, they poisoned me! They poisoned me!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Dude, yeah, yes, I, yeah. So that I I gotta look deeper. The fucking into that. big companies, fucking it's all about money. Oh yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, dude, you know this this is a dude who's who, who dedicated his life trying to for the better of the planet, it's safer, cleaner. You know what yes. I mean? It's just people are going to lose too much money, so he has to go to sleep. You know what I mean? It's, it's really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I, I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> that's uh, it's it, it's funny because, I mean, if you sit down and you uh, uh, watch, like, um, uh, Gene Roddenberry's Star Trek, the idea of, of us finally putting aside our differences and working together for a betterment of mankind and for exploration – I mean, you know from the very beginning that's a fairy tale, because yeah. that will never happen. Yeah. yeah, because we, as 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 a species, as a society, we don't want peace. We don't like peace. We hate peace. We want war. We want to hurt people. That is what we, as a species, enjoy. I mean, that's why Controlled we have chaos. Yes, and and the fact is, the world we live in is chaos. And the yep. fact is that. That whenever you have a few people that are looking at the bigger picture, looking at how they can help not just themselves but the betterment of mankind, they're the ones that always end up being killed, rubbed out, and the stuff stolen. And and the fact is that unfortunately, those in power always want their power, and they're willing to do anything to keep it, whether it's manipulating or rubbing someone up. Yeah. Yep. People want control. So, so yeah. in other words, dudes, if you guys ever come up with a great idea that can save mankind, and someone in this shadowy black suit comes up to you, says, "Hey, dude, I'll give you fifty grand for it. Take the fifty grand because next day you'll be sleeping with the fishes if you don't." I don't even think they'd offer you money anymore. I think they'd just make you disappear. I think with social media and how he could jump online and just post something that quick about what just happened, I think they won't even offer you money anymore. I think they just they hey, give you dude, the dude, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to err on the side of humanity that even those in the dark suits are willing to you know throw away a little uh, a pocket change just uh, to limit the fact that they have to figure out how to hide a body. I don't know. I mean, the whole reason why they're killing you is to save pocket change. So, like, I don't think they'd give you – I think they'd just ixnay you out of the equation. Yeah, well, either way, I'm trying to be optimistic, not pessimistic. It's definitely – um, I mean, we're, it's definitely times of change from from those stories. You know, nowadays – we've talked about this on the show before, too, where, like, some of the stuff that we'll talk about on the show, like, you go back – you go back 40 years or whatever, they're killing you for it. You know what I mean? It's kind of a fucking crazy deal. Um, Cause they don't want people knowing about certain things, you know? No. Hey, knowledge is power. 
Those who have the knowledge have the power. That's yeah. why in the original Bible, the old uh, the saying that we know as the meek shall inherit the earth, that's not the original saying. The original saying was the scholars will inherit the earth. And then, of course, those in charge, like, why the hell do we want people that we want to control to have any knowledge? Because then they can, you know, be, uh, you know, uh, issues for us. So this changes. Be me. Be, be, just live your life. Do what you need to do. You know, pay your bills and, 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 and work for us. And hey, when you die, there'll be a, there's be a, a banquet in your honor up in heaven. You'll see all your friends and family and all that bullshit. It, it doesn't exist. Okay, when you're dead, you're gone. There's nothing else. There's no heaven. There's nothing. Okay? I think the future, I think that, I think they got to try and take God out of things in general. Me and Ray were talking about this recently where yep. I think that, I think that science and technology is going to do everything they can to make you think that there's no such thing as God. So they can tell you that technology is God because it does so many great things. And I almost feel like technology is the Antichrist. It's not even a person. Type well, I mean, I mean, yeah. the fact it, I mean, the fucking AI and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact is that they're making it as, as he said, the uh, AIs and all that very soon. You know, they'll be the ones that will. We have created our gods, and that our goes right. Will then take robot takeover. Over. Robot takeover, dude. Well, that I mean, this goes right back to Kubrick again with 2001: A Space Odyssey, where you know the the AI, the computer, Hal, Hal 9000. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He eventually, you know, it's a, it's a program that he works with, and it's almost like his partner, dude, throughout the whole movie, and then it comes to a point where like. He like he's trying to get out of like the ship or something before he dies, and and the in the in the computer is like you're not leaving, like it's not. Well, no, no, it, it's actually he's outside trying to get in. And he won't let him in. It makes he a decision. In. Yeah, he's like he's open, in. open the pod bay doors, Hal. I he's can't not. do that, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what is coming. That's yeah, what I think. Yeah. Dude, 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 it's not coming. It's here. There. It's here right now. But Elon Musk even said the greatest threat is artificial intelligence. Yep. And he, he wants to fucking chip us. He wants to chip us, dude. Chip's the mark of the beast. Yep. The chip's part of the problem, dude. It's all, you see, even like, like I like, um, I get down with fucking, what's his name? Who are we just talking about? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. I like Elon Musk. Uh, and I think he knows the deal. Um, yeah, I, I mean, heck, he, he, he gets all his money, uh, his father got his money from, what, Emerald Mines and it's like Africa or something like that? You know, there's shady shit over there. Right. Yeah, I don't know. He's a, Elon's a dude that, like, you know, they say in a lot of, like, like elite Illuminati type things, they said there's, yep. this, there's this thing called um, Satchel, um, Satchel Belief or something like that, where, like, if you're evil, if you're an evil dude, and you, it's kind of like all these corrupt businessmen, evil people where like, like I'm going to fucking, I'm going to destroy your life, but, and I'm going to do terrible things, but I'm not hiding it. It's kind of out there in the open and you know that it's like, um, like you take like priest molesting kids. Everybody knows they do it. 
You know yep. what I mean? But, but like nobody really does anything to change it type deal. And it's like, I almost feel like it's under that same belief where they're like, well, I know I'm doing something bad, but if it was really bad, you'd be stopping me. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. you can't stop it. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I mean, I mean, the thing is that those in power are making too much money and they have too much influence that, you know, you know, I mean, unless by some miracle that they all get wiped out at once, and even if they do and you replace it with new people, even those who are saying that they believe in, like, what's right, what's good, what's just, as soon as they become in that uh, position of power, I mean, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So the fact is that you'll never win. You'll never get someone who who actually experiences real power to give a, a crap about anyone lower than themselves. Yeah. But to gain power, yeah, you need to create sacrifice. Yep. You need to sacrifice certain things in order to gain power. And if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, then... Well, it... it, it it's like I said, it's like, you know, everything's almost like the flip of a coin. You know, there's, yeah. There's a I, 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 I chance of, you know... Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, and I forget who it was. It was someone who made a comment saying, um, I think it was like some prince in like Saudi Arabia or something who was like, you know, I, uh, my dad, uh, rode a camel. I drive a Benz. My son's going to drive my, uh, drive a Benz. My grandson's going to drive a Benz, but his son is going to be riding a camel. And the fact is that, uh, good times uh, uh, give weak men, and weak men make uh, uh, what it was. Um, weak men make hard times. Hard times make great men, because if everything's going well, no one has any incentive to be better, to try to build something. But when you know things are are, are hard, that's when you know people who actually you know, grow in adversity and become better people. So, I mean, everything's as, as Matt said earlier about a circular rotation. I also agree. When he said that it was going to return to the camel, that's not done for, uh, that ain't going to be because they think that they need to grow. I think that he, he knows that something's coming that's going to reset everything. You know what I mean? Well, the, the fact is that, I mean, when he, when he was pressed on that, he was like, I mean, I can teach my son, okay, what to do, and 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 hopefully uh, he'll teach his son what to do. But by the time his son gets older, he's only he's only speaking platitudes. He d- hasn't experienced any hard times, right? And his son's not going to take what his father. All his his son's going to see is, I don't have to work. I can spend my entire day hanging out in the hammock and drinking pina coladas and getting blown. I mean, it's, yeah. I Make mean, that sound like a bad thing. Jesus Christ. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I mean, it's a good thing for, for that time, but that guy's not going to build shit. That guy's no. going to stay in a hammock, okay, until he's old and gray and dies. Well, that's because, why I mean, and he squanders it. The, the, the wealth yeah. is squandered. You know, he doesn't make more money. That's kind of perfect for kind of generations of now, or you kind of think of it where like the, you know, family money 
you know, they don't want to work to continue to add to that pot of money. They just want to live the good life. So yeah. they spend it all. So for the future generation of that family, there's no money there. They got to go back on the camel. Kids. See, 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 uh, that's, that's how it should work. But the problem is, especially in like our society, okay, there's so many things that are set up that even when you have someone like that that just squanders and wastes all their money and talent, that they always find a way to keep it going. It's, I mean, that's why the Rockefellers are the still yep. the richest. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and the Rothschilds. Yep, yeah, the thing is, they Childs, have. Yeah. yeah, the thing is that they're as useless as pieces of shit. Okay, but the Shall fact is because because they have have built so much throughout the years, and they have like uh, have like made sure that their wealth cannot be touched. Yeah, that they will never have to worry about, and they don't give anything back to nope. society. Nope. Not a goddamn thing was given back to society. What the shit? It's Buddy Butterfuco. The boys done ran too long with this episode on the flat earth. So we had to break this motherfucker up into two parts. Truly horrifying. I know. You know, continue forward. We're going to release two episodes, one big two-part episode on the same day. So you should go, by all means, listen to part two now. And it could only be an arrow to the right away clicked on your phone or your mouse pad at home or at the workplace. Pleasure first. We'll catch you on the next part of Flat Earth History.